What's up, guys? Welcome to BJJ and Brews. I'm your co-host, Noah John. Today, you will be listening to episode 56 of the podcast. And this podcast will be sponsored by Crown Rash Guards. The first time we've had an official sponsor of the podcast, and we're happy to have them on board. And they will be sponsoring not only this podcast, but some subsequent podcasts as well. If you listen to this uh, episode early on, you're actually going to hear a full in-depth review of the Rash Guards. The way this kind of worked is we did not want to be sponsored by any sort of product or service that we wouldn't use or endorse ourselves. So when talking with the uh, the fine people over at Crown Rash Guards, we asked them, hey, can you send us you know a couple Rash Guards? Let us test them out. And if we like them, then let's talk sponsorship. And that's basically what happened. They, uh, they hooked us up with two Rash Guards right away. Chris got his long sleeve. I got my short sleeve. Chris and I wore those things like crazy over the next week and turned that into a review, which, like I said, you're going to hear on this podcast. But we liked what we wore. We liked what we saw. And the service was great. So we went back to those guys at uh, Crown Rash Guard and said, hey, you know, we're open to a sponsorship. And here we are. So, guys, be sure to check them out. They are on the Internet, crownrashguards.com. That's crown as in the king. So crownrashguards.com. They're on social media, Instagram and Facebook, at Crown Rash Guards. They make awesome, very minimalistic designed uh, rash guards, super durable. And if you want to know more, just listen to that review that you're going to hear on this uh, on this episode. So check them out. Awesome, uh, awesome dude runs it, Anmar, and their service was impeccable. They got those things shipped out to us in a matter of days. They're based out of Dallas, Texas. The jiu-jitsu guy, so it's for jiu-jitsu, by jiu-jitsu. I always say try to support small businesses, and if you guys are interested in, in durable, minimalistic-style rash guards, check them out. Again, crownrashguards.com, and again, on social media, Instagram and Facebook, Crown Rash Guards. And with that, guys, here's our episode number 56 of the podcast of BJJ and Brew starts right now. I can't get behind the interface of a Mac. <laughs> I'm gonna keep that part in. <laughs> I can't even even an iPhone. I can't. For, they're supposed to be user friendly. What are you? Right? You're an LG guy, right? I'm I'm just an Android in general. Android, but don't I, you have the special LG like? I have import, the LG G8X imported directly from the factories of China or something. First off, Korea. Korea. Oh my bad. Jesus, we don't all look alike. <laughs> uh, you're one of those guys. Um, <laughs> you're doing well, the thing, by the way. <laughs> all right. Maybe I will cut. No, I'll no, leave it in. All right. So. Welcome. It's Monday. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. BJJ and Brews were all a, a few pounds heavier, I think. I'm lighter. You're lighter? I So I discovered something. I When I'm at home doing my thing and not just like sitting in front of a computer all day, mm-hmm. I don't snack. Oh, you're one of those guys that just like you sit at the desk and then there's snacks around and you're just constantly yeah, like eating. It's, yeah, and I'm, then it's someone's birthday and then there are cupcakes that you have to have. So you're like, oh, I'll have a yeah, cupcake for Mary's birthday. Way to go. It's just it's just not boredom, but I think it's just, I guess it is boredom. I just like boredom eat. Damn. So I'm, I made a commitment to myself. I, I, I did kickstart a little intermittent fasting today. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So when's the last time you ate? No, no, no. I mean, I'll do I'll do the the just skip breakfast one. Okay. So it's like a what eight hour window. I'll eat at lunch and dinner, and then just skip breakfast. But uh, but yeah, I, I actually lost weight, despite like just having two Thanksgivings essentially and whatnot. So 
But how was yours? I totally forgot to give you a call to tell no, you the time was, to come was, over. No, it was completely low key. I, you know, I've been I've been very busy going into Thanksgiving, so I, um, you know, I was I was lucky enough. Did you get a new phone too? No, I don't have a new phone, phone case. That's not a new phone. This isn't the the stuff that my phone case is deteriorating before our eyes, so it becomes it it assumes a new shape every oh, week. Oh, really? It's yeah. So anyway, I um, I was actually nice and you know, I was blessed to be invited to multiple Thanksgivings, nice. and I just kind of turned my phone off and just kind of quietly went into my shell and okay and took a break from from society. But uh, it was good, which is which is nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, I've been. I've been, you know, in my own way, I've been busy in, in dealing with a lot of people, and it was nice to to not speak to anyone for a day, <laughs> like, just rest the vocal cords, so to speak. So it, it was good. Was it your one rest day? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, right, you trained the day before, right? The Wednesday before? No, we were closed that day. We were closed. But uh, yeah, the, the training camp is, has started, so we're yeah. getting ready. We're getting ready. But I am excited today because we actually are going to do something different today to kick things off. We're going to review... A product. Yeah. So we, uh, uh, the fine gentleman at Crown Rash Guards reached out to us and uh, we're reviewing uh, a couple of their rash guards. I actually don't know the guy's name. (laughs) Mr. Crown. (laughs) Mr. Crown. Let's call him Mr. Crown. (laughs) Um, It's actually a really good story. And let me see if it's it's here. And that was the thing I, I liked about it. So I apologize for not knowing your name off the top of my head. But let me. Well, uh, we are Noah and Anmar and Chris. Anmar. Anmar is the founder. So, Crown Rash Guards, if you go to their website, crownrashguards.com, and you go to uh, About, it's actually a really nice story about uh, how they came into being. Looks like a small business that kind of want to do things their own way, solve a problem locally, and then realize that they could help other people with with the same thing. So, uh, I was lucky enough. Well, we both were to get uh, some rash guards from them. So I got the short sleeve. I mean, it's very minimalistic design here. I got a black rash guard from them. You got a long sleeve. I got an M. You got an XL because mm-hmm. you like looser fitting things. I do. Yeah, so that was kind of odd. But we uh, we set about this week kind of wearing it, pressure testing it, so to speak. I wore it in every <laughs> no-key round that I had this week. Did so you? I was I was wearing it and then immediately washing it. To the point that I actually washed it, I trained in the morning, washed it, hung dry it, okay, and so trained hang dry. again. That, that's and then, what I was going to ask. Yeah, no, I hang dry. dry. Right. I hang dry all my rash cards. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Because I, I, uh, I hang dry all my rash cards. You ever have a stick on Velcro by accident? Yeah. It fucks it all up, man. <laughs> well, that's, that's benefit number one. The, uh, the weave is actually tight enough that it appears that Velcro doesn't actually ad- adhere to it. Oh. So I have more, a little, like, let's just say more spandex-feeling rash guards. Mm-hmm. And yes, if you get in oh, touch yeah, with it, yeah, yeah. it's just like keep Velcro away because it's just going to like attach itself to it. And then there's a, and it just there's a painful separation yeah. at that point. Like, no, not my rash guard. So it seems to be good in that respect. I, my, my thoughts were um, very durable. Yeah, definitely. A little on the warm side, but for me, that's not an issue because I'm immediately going to train and sweat in it anyway. That's, so it's not an issue. Yeah, if you're, yeah. So definitely something that I would recommend for uh, no geek training. I also wore it as a rash guard under my gi, and it served its purpose fine. But I probably would go for um, something a little lighter because I don't need a rash guard, rash guard under my gi. I just need, you know, like a not like a dry fit style mm-hmm. shirt. 
and this is again my personal preference the uh, the stitching held up well looks brand new after i think four or five washings and i do hang dry but i hang dry everything and i wash everything with softener which you you believe degrades it does the material over time but it looks it looks the, the way it came um the experience in terms of shipping this is something i can speak to uh totally painless so and super props. fast yes props for the storefront i know it's shopify you know they're using shopify in the back end but what matters is my my experience as a as a consumer was was flawless i selected the items i wanted um they were shipped out to me immediately there were pro there were numerous informative email updates giving me you know updates on the uh the progress of the shipment Whether it's in transit or yeah and and i know you know and i know and for a lot of e-commerce sites this is standard but it was done well and even if you know a lot of that is shopify's back end doing the work for them what the, the way they chose to configure everything meaning crown rash guards uh, they did a good job with it so the buying experience was flawless and the shipping was super fast got here in I think three days. Yeah, it was, it was three days. Quick. When you said it was already here, I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, all right. three days. Um, each rash guard was individually wrapped, and in a in a crown rash guard, you know, plastic bag. Yeah, you know, nice mylar. custom bag, mylar yeah. bag. Uh, we got stickers. I don't know if that's because we're special or if that was. I think that was. And they're very cool stickers too. Very cool they're stickers. Non-pretentious. Exactly. Which I so I like things that don't that take us really too cool. seriously. So my, uh, you know, I definitely recommend this. Uh, you know, I'd recommend this rash guard for people looking for a little more durable um, kind of rash guard. I will say this: the black is kind of cool in the sense that it has kind of a sheen to it. So against the light. It kind of has a reflective property, so it, it, it and you can see it on and yours that, too. Yeah, yeah. It's not, um, it's not just matte black. Yeah, because like an Because you have like spats on that are and they're just like black, black yeah. and you can see this has kind of a, a metallic sheen to yeah. it. So I think they look good. Uh, they fit me fine, and like I said, the only uh, attribute I'd, I'd be aware of is they it's slightly heavier, and as a result, it feels like it's gonna it's gonna run a little warmer, but. If you're grappling, you're immediately going to be sweating anyway, yeah, so it's fine. Part of the One last thing I'll say, there is no elastic band at the waist, which I'm personally glad they don't have. I'm not a fan of the... Yeah, because uh, where it rides, it stays. Yeah. Which is so kind of some, for some reason, some rash guards have that band around the waist. And that's my experience with the short with the short sleeve rash guard. Check them out. Rash, uh, Crown rash guards. You can do a Google search to find them. Their actual web address is crownrashguard.com super simple they're on social media instagram and facebook and i'll probably even put a link on our yeah on our sure. instagram just so you can find that if you're interested what was your experience because i was grappling you of course are like john danaher and where you're i yeah so I, everything. Don't, I don't own like athletic <laughs> clothing right like even when i did my company softball game i i did it in either board shorts or just spats which yeah. like that got some really strange looks and a rash guard. Um, I, I lifted in it, and I did my uh, my bag work. In mm -hmm. it. And you have a long sleeve. Just I have a long sleeve. Yeah, yes, so I, have I got a short XL. Sleeve. Chris has a long sleeve. We're both. No one. I should probably wear L's, but I decided to size up because I have hashtag dad bod. Um, and and Noah's super dreamy, so he can afford to uh, to wear the the medium. Oh, I'm sized. all about the mediums, man. So also, I will say the cut on the waist is a little lower than average, so it will come down a little more than. I think traditional cuts, which is good because like 
things tend to ride up, especially yeah. for you. Got a medium, and it's not riding up. That's good. Correct. Yeah. I have a medium, and I'm not. You're not seeing uh, my belly button. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but the experience that I tend to get, like I always order XLs. Mm-hmm. It's regardless, um, unless it's a T-shirt. But the I I, I kind of base things on how well like my range of motion is because there's a couple of rash guards I own that are like you said the 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 material is very. It's like a medium weight, I would say. Correct. Um, it's not as thin as like an Under Armour, and it's not as thick as, uh, like you had said, there's that material that tends to like snag on things. Mm-hmm. Like I have two rash guards from other brands that are heavier and snag, and it's like kind of in between that. And it's very, like you said, it's very tightly woven. Um, good amount of elasticity too. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a lot of the rash guards that are this thick tend to be a little bit more stiff. So I've had pretty good range of motion, so I didn't have any issues like lifting in it, doing my even raising work. your shoulders. Yeah, even yeah. So that's, that's been, a big one, right? Sometimes when you have long sleeve stuff and you're doing shoulder work, yeah. it gets in the, even t-shirts. For it me it, it feels weird, right? Like because I benched it and I did kettlebell work and I and I did some some kickboxing on it and that that all felt fine. Um, even for a an XL, it's still fairly form fitting on me. So maybe that just means I'm getting bigger, but. Um, yeah, it feels good. I I haven't had a chance to wear it under my gi yet, so I haven't had the uh the actually I, I used to not wear anything under my gi. I would just wear just gi and shirtless. Mm-hmm. But I got tired of people like the gi pinch or the 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 skin grabbers. Uh, so that's why I started wearing a rash guard under my gis. And uh so I'll see how this one contends with skin grabbers today. But um so grappling wise, uh good uh, I, I hope it'll be good. You know, yeah. we'll see. But um, otherwise, it felt good. I mean, the good range of motion. Easy to get. I tend to sweat a lot. So uh, it was actually fairly easy to take off because there's nothing worse than like just that dance you do when you, oh, put, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking when about? Like hopping around and it's like just trying stuck. to just get off yeah. a goddamn thing. Um, I like it too. It's, I'm not, I, I like minimalist designs and this is pretty minimal. It's uh, got a little bit of a sublimated logo on like the uh, the waist area where you know if you know what you're looking for you'll see it but it's sort of like a magic eye picture mm-hmm. where you can see it there so and it's pretty low-key i like that um i i really like the kind of toga sleeveless uh not really sleeveless but like one sleeve is ranked so yeah they have they have um they ranked have rash guards ranked rash guards i opt to just go for solid black not because i'm saying i'm a black belt but just because i like solid color and Chris got the blue. I got blue. So he's got blue on his left arm. And you can, of course, get this for white, blue, purple, brown. And the, the blue is the Brazilian blue. So it's yes. the, the nice, uh, the almost gray kind of baby bluish color, which is very nice. So, so yeah, all in all, we were uh, pretty damn satisfied with these, uh, with these yeah. rash guards. And the sleeves, even for a, in my experience too, just with extra large. So I own a couple from like 93 brand extra larges and they're, fairly high high um, being like high there's a lot of wrist shown yeah, like, on your a lot of um they're fr- like a very high cut sleeve so gotcha. it's like a, almost like a three-quarter length. so your wrist is exposed exactly and then for some extra larges it's like down to like almost my knuckles right but this is it's with my arm extended it's like how a, a long sleeve shirt should fit basically mm-hmm. so i kind of like that cool um well so listen I, I would you know we'd suggest hey if you guys are into rash guards and stuff and you're looking for something minimalistic and, and solid and durable, um, definitely check them out. And affordable. Crown, and affordable, yeah. yeah definitely you know, check out crownrashguards.com. 
I believe they're running specials now. And uh, it's Black Friday as we record this, but probably not when... Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, but probably when this drops, this will be gone. But definitely check them out, crownrashguards.com. There'll be info on our... It's affordable either way, so you don't need the deal. So uh, thanks again to Crown Rash Guards for supplying us with those. And Anmar, check out their story. Support small business if you're into that, especially jujitsu guys. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's always nice when it's like a, a product that's made by... A guy who actually does it. Correct. You know. By jujitsu for jujitsu. Yeah. And it's not, you know, like a repurposed fucking like surfing rash guard like from back <laughs> in the day. Like those are just terrible. And a lot of companies do that still. Yeah. And you, and you can tell. So. So yeah. So uh, check them out. So that was our first product review. Yeah. BJJ and Brews is growing. <laughs> also, uh, shout away. out to whoever that fine person was that recommended, uh, that, our podcast. Anmar, yeah, recommended yeah. our podcast to Anmar in the first place, who was based, this gentleman or, or lady, uh, I don't know, this this uh, awesome person, shout out to you, living in San Diego somewhere. So the, we, the, have, we have infiltrated the, the Mecca. The Mecca. We have the, infiltrated the Mecca of jiu-jitsu now. I don't know. Because we have people in San, in San Diego recommending BG Jim Brew. So guys, continue to like, subscribe, share, leave reviews on, uh, on Apple Podcasts if you can. That helps us immensely. And uh, it continues to show that we're growing, and we are. Like the numbers month over month are slowly creeping up, and it's pretty exciting for us. And it allows us to uh, justify dedicating more time to the podcast, and hopefully, eventually, get Chris out of his day to day nine to five job into a full time podcaster. Yeah, <laughs> this is the goal. <laughs> Signing that that multi million dollar <laughs> Spotify guys. deal like Joe Rogan, right, Chris? <laughs> there we go. I'll even let you censor me. <laughs> so, in the jujitsu world um, around here, what's new? Anything of note that you wanted to bring up? I don't know. I've been, I've been away for a little bit. So You've been away. This yeah. is true. It's been. I mean, like just the the. The holidays are upon us, so I think everybody's schedule gets a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, last week we uh, during Thanksgiving week we're open Monday, we're open Monday and Tuesday, closed Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, I uh, hosted an open mat here on Friday. You didn't pimp it enough, man. And Mark had an open mat on Saturday, and then oh, did he? Paul reopened the gym on Sunday for the Sunday morning. Was class. there any announcement made about the Saturday open mat? Uh, Mark posted that in the Facebook group. Oh, I, so I for those of you that are gym members, if you're not part of the ATT Orlando private Facebook group, reach out to reach out to us or we well, will us add you. reach out to the gym, and you'll get added, and that way you'll be up to date on announcements. Because sometimes those announcements will go up there that might not necessarily justify an email yeah. out to every and every member. Yeah, exactly. And just you a know. quick little yeah, it's a little blurb. And this week we are getting ready for promotions. So, normal schedule with the added bonus of Thursday smashing. We Shark Tank all people up for promotion. Yeah. Primarily white belts up for, you know, their promotion to blue. And I've seen a lot of those guys really working on their, doing on their, their drills, doing their drilling yeah. and, and working on their techniques. They better and, be. I know. And then on Thursday, we don't have a time yet. I'm guessing it'll be 7 p.m. We will probably combine classes or or do something special so that there's time for these guys to and gals i think i don't know well i, I don't know if there are any females up for promotion <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm not in the loop on this i'm just kind of yeah we'll have to but the people that are up for promotion specifically those up for their blue bells 
will be in the middle of the mats and everyone else will rotate in on them. So they'll get shark tanked, get their cardio tested. And, and so my question to you is, did you ever go through something like this as a colored belt? And what was it like? I've never been one. I've really? Been, You've only been one. the... The shark, not the tank. I've or never you, even. Always, I've you, never even not done the it. minnow in the tank. Yeah, <laughs> I've never even had a formal testing except for my experience at Gracie Baja. Wow. Yeah, dude. I've, I've always been just randomly given a belt. It's the. It's always the. What about the? What about Chris? Does he get need, need something? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Just give him that, just to get him going, you know. Um, Yet you are probably widely regarded as one of the most. You know, like, if you want a technical explanation, <laughs> go to Chris. Overly, overly technical <laughs> sometimes explanation. I, sometimes I have heard that. I'm not going to lie. I've heard some criticisms of Chris. Is like, he just will keep talking. <laughs> yeah. <that's> just... <laughs> so, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. But, um, no, I've never, ever. I've never been shark tanked. I've never been um, formally tested other than for my blue belt, and, and that's it. So... Interesting. Yeah. So this weekend we had a couple uh, interesting uh, martial arts events, combat sports events. This past wait, was there this more past than weekend? There's a UFC the, that very night that had was a, there. There's a UFC that same night. So I'm referring to the um, there was that boxing card headlined oh, yeah, by yeah, that's the Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. Was that actually a pay per view? It was a pay per view. Okay. Yeah. With the undercard featuring basketball. Then we got like paid a million bucks each for it or something. I don't know the numbers. I would think they got paid a little more, but I who would knows? have thought that too. But, but anyway, it was. Uh, well, I, before I talk about that, because that, that, that's a longer discussion. There was also a UFC event, <laughs> I think on ESPN. Did not even know that. And well, that's because the main event was. Who? Yeah, I mean, who it was, was a smaller event? card, but the main event was changed multiple times because of I think people testing positive for COVID. Oh, was it the the Curtis Blades? That one got it got canceled because oh, one okay, of them tested right. positive so for I, COVID. I did know that. Existed. And the main event became uh, Anthony Smith against a guy I actually don't know, so I apologize <laughs> again to that gentleman who's I think was twelve and four going into that fight. <laughs> but you know what though, Probably COVID free, yeah. So COVID-free. you know, um, but it ended in the first round with an Anthony Smith triangle. Oh, a lot of jujitsu. Really? Yes. It was very much a 101 grappling for MMA hmm. sort of situation. I'll have to, if it's on ESPN Plus, I'll have to check it out. Absolutely. So it was one of those situations where... We're going to get to see some sweet, sweet Hannah Gracie, Gracie breakdown of it. It was Guys. Anthony Smith against uh, Clark. So this guy had a, good, uh, he had a good record going into this. But basically, guy got a, uh, Anthony Smith got a body lock. Oh, really? Around the back, tripped him to the ground. <laughs> oh, this is like really this old is, school. Oh, like. yeah. And then he was in guard, and um, there was some punch block work into a triangle. Okay. And then uh, an adjustment to finish the triangle. Really? And it was just, I was like, man, look at this. Stepped on the hip, yeah. pulled on the Actually, Anthony Smith was trying to get a twister before this. Oh. He actually, I, I, he actually got him in, um, the, the, he got locked down. And he was trying to attack the twister, and the guy, uh, being a strong wrestler, mm. m- managed to power out into Anthony Smith's guard. And that's when the, because uh, when he took him down, he had back exposure, okay. and that's why he was he, he started to try attack a twister hook. And he got a okay. twister hook, and then tried to do a, a twister, 
or rather you got um, lockdown. I'm calling it a twister hook, but yeah, lockdown. And uh, he actually got the guy's arm behind his head, but he couldn't connect his hands around the guy's head. That's crazy. To, yeah. I and then the guy if... twisted in, broke the lockdown, just powered out of the lockdown and ended up in Anthony Smith's guard and then punch block series into triangle. Huh. Into probably Henner already doing a breakdown online with his brother Hori. Oh, I'm like, bet. guys, beautiful jujitsu here, talking Gracie Combatives, thirty lessons, guys, guys, beautiful this is jujitsu. Part of our foundations class. <laughs> I get the know. Yeah. So that was cool, and that ha- that happened literally minutes after that fight started. Minutes after the end of the Tyson Roy Jones. So do you think that that guy got careless with his? ground and pound in Anthony Smith's guard. I haven't seen the fight, so I'm, I'm purely asking out of, out of curiosity. Or was Anthony, or, or do people just not attack triangles and don't have active enough guards in MMA that we don't see more of that often? So my best answer is I don't know. But if you, if you had to put me on the spot, my, from my vantage point, it looked more like a case of the guy being not as well versed in striking in a grappling situation, striking in okay. guard, as opposed to Anthony Smith having just this amazing yeah. Damian Maya yeah. style guard work. You know, okay. I mean, the guy punched and he blocked it, and then he couldn't get his arm back. Really? Yeah. And then like, like spider then he, guard with the shin and everything. Yeah, and he snuck his wow. shin in. and... and, and went over very cool yeah so it was uh i think i think the guy was caught off guard that anthony smith didn't stay standing i think yeah. it sounded it, it, it felt like they anticipated a standing fight and anthony smith ends up doing jujitsu yeah. <laughs> and I'm, playing guard <laughs> he's had a grudge right i think it is like the that place out of i don't know where anthony smith i'm kind of curious as to but uh, he looked good and you know props to him so Maybe he, he wants to work his way up that that ladder again. Get well. They I mean they interviewed him and and he was he was very much you know they always ask him what what now who, who who's next yeah and they always you know a lot of people argue this is when the fighter has to cut a promo and call yeah. someone out and he went the route of whoever they put in front of me I just wanna I just wanna fight and that's good and build it up and and I'll I mean, get back I'll get back to the title picture to but shit I need to talk anyway so like he even when he was. I'll tell you one thing. He keeps. He seems to be adding ink to his body at an exponential rate. Because <laughs> I, I feel like there's less actual skin visible and more really? tattoos. Was yeah. he all? I mean, if you look at young pictures of him, he. I mean, he's always had tattoos. Uh-huh. But it seems like I don't remember him with as many. T- Every time I see him, like, I feel like I saw more skin. <laughs> Is he just like becoming that lizard man? Oh, like, just, like, just everywhere. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the- yeah, it's just getting covered everywhere. And everyone likes the, the tattoo right across their chest now. And I don't know when that became a thing. Like when I was growing up, it's gonna be Connor, right? When I was growing up, it was, oh yeah, Connor's got the big, the gorilla, dragon, gorilla, (laughs) crazy looking thing. (laughs) But I remember that it was always like the the barbed wire. Yeah, the barbed. I mean, that was like the classic '90s. Yeah, or the girls had the little uh, the tramp stamp, or then the belly button one, and then, you know, guys started getting stars on their elbows or tribal tattoos on their shoulders, and then all of a sudden, people started getting massive tattoos right across their chest. And I don't. I, I remember people would put like notable things, like a saying or like yeah, someone's yeah, yeah. date birth date across their heart, like in little. Do, do you have any tattoos? I have zero tattoos. Neither do I. Yeah. If you, what would be your first? What do you I, I don't care know. about that? That's much? the thing. 
Oh, I'll, I'll put okay. Jew on on one forearm, Jiu-Jitsu on the other forearm. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I had actually thought about. That's the one everyone says don't get. That's like so. Eli Eli tells a joke that when he went to the Marine Corps, he got like Marines tattooed on his forearm pretty early on. He got so much shit for oh, that. Oh, I bet it's like yeah. You- <laughs> so it's the same thing. It's like. I get a jujitsu tattoo. It's like, who the heck? <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I, I was going to get one when we, my sister, uh, Stacey and I went to Austin and we went, we ate this place. It's like a, like a beard garden and like sausage house, like H A U S. So it's like fucking super. And they said, if you bring our receipt to this, uh, this tattoo parlor, you get a free tattoo of our logo. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'll get a free tattoo. Why not? <laughs> like uh, like an actual like tattoo. an actual not tattoo. like a stick on tattoo and it was just i didn't care um it was a cool little like cowboy boot because we were in texas and it was like and a sausage and a beer stein i was like yeah why not whatever you know if it's gonna be an inch and a half long or something i'll put it on my thigh i don't get i don't know so it, I, I was you'll oh, be a walking billboard for the yeah, rest of your why life why the hell not It'd make for a good story. I'll talk to I'll talk to Under Armour and Nike see if we can get their logos like. And we I got pretty drunk obviously and we were gonna do it and Stacey's like I'm not we're not you're not there we go the better half stepping in yeah so that would have been my first tattoo but wow talk about talk about a story that I don't know you want to tell anybody like what's the story behind your first tattoo well (laughs) I got drunk I got well that that's how they all start in a way it was free it was free and it was for. It was for branding. <laughs> it was yeah. for branding for another. <laughs> you, you, ever, you ever see somebody who gets a tattoo that's so bad and you don't, and you just don't have the heart to tell them? And and they're like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. So, <laughs> all right. So, I, oh, man. I mean, the thing is, is I was, yeah, okay. I want to tell a story because the chances of this person's listening to this exactly, podcast is super low. But I'm, uh, and, and I mean, this guy, this guy was awesome actually, um, but it was funny. So I was traveling in Brazil, and as was many of my travels, I was just backpacking by myself, and I crossed paths with, um, you know, you end up meeting up with different travelers, and you end up doing stuff together, and then going your separate ways, and you meet another group of people, and that's kind of how it goes. You kind of go with the wind, so to speak. Nothing was firmly planned. It was more planned as you go. So. I was in I was in an island off Bahia in Brazil called Moro do São Paulo. Moro as in like dead? I don't think so. I don't no, that'd be Moro de São Paulo. Anyway, beautiful island. Um I mean talk about romantic place like super like just amazing like beaches, pristine beaches. You know, areas where there's nobody there on the beach. You know, there's like a small village. You have to get there by boat, you know. And I was there with uh, some people. And uh, there was, you know, men and women. And we are just having a great time just doing a bunch of stuff. And one of these guys uh, was like, I, I, I love Brazil. He's like, I'm getting Christ the Redeemer on tattooed. You know, that's the big fucking statue, right? Yeah, and I'm gonna get it tattooed. I think it was on his leg somewhere. So he goes to a tattoo a shop and he gets it. And when we see it, <laughs> oh, he God. he says like, I, he's like, I don't know, I don't think it looks that good, dude. 
This, this is after it's done. Yeah, after it's done. <laughs> Dude, this thing, like, <laughs> like this thing did not resist. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know. Like, the guy must have done it in, like, 10 minutes. Like, it was, it, it, the only thing that bore resemblance to Christ the Redeemer was the fact that it looked like a T, like, it, there, was a, there was a cross aspect to it. But besides that, it oh, was like, man, I mean, I don't know if you've seen the, I were, mean, you, the were you all drunk or was he drunk? I, he might've been drunk when he said he, he, we, we, he did that separately. Like he went oh up and did God. it. Like we weren't there. Okay. It was like, oh, yeah, man, this if we awesome. watched it. No, no, it, it was okay. one of those things. And he was like, <laughs> he was talking about the, the moment they traced out y'all would have been like, abort, abort, abort. You can still back out, right? Can you do like the semi, like the long-term temporary tattoo to see if he really likes it kind of thing. <laughs> you have yeah. Hannah available. Um, do you, I don't know if you've seen the, um, you know, there was like a, there was like artwork in Spain that got restored. And when it got restored, yeah, the, it looked, the, that's what it looked like. Oh. It looked like, it looked, in terms of like, it looks like, in terms of, in terms of like artistic quality, that's what it was. <laughs> it was like this. One, one of those, they were like, yeah, and, I had and, my and, wife oh, do it. Like, was, it wasn't like, it was actually a lot bigger than we expected. Like, it, I felt like it was like half his calf instead oh. of like, I thought it was going to be a couple inches high. It was like, I was like, oh. Did y'all have the heart to say it? Like, no, I don't think we did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I might, have, I might have to go back home and have this retouched or something. Yeah. It was like, so anyway, um, My, uh, if, you know, if, if, yeah. if that person's listening and you know, actually, if you can actually identify this story, I love you guys, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry to, to say it like this, but it didn't come out as... I mean, like, I feel as though in order to get a tattoo, there's... You know who gets some awesome ones is uh, BJJ Yoga. Yogi. Okay. Uh, Yoga John. He gets oh, awesome okay. badass tattoos. Well, the 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 artist that he that he was going to here in Orlando, at least for some of his tattoos, he recommended to Paul and that's he's responsible yeah, for that, that, for Paul's back awesome. tattoo. Yeah, which is I mean that that's body art. Right. right that, you know, I call that, that that's, body, that's tattoo, body art. That's, it's yeah. like it's, I mean it's all body art, but you know, it's it, it's, it's, it's how imagery. good is the expressor yeah is, exactly <laughs> but you know though i mean like that guy started somewhere too right <laughs> yeah but i uh, so that guy <laughs> i mean it, it would have made more sense if you know how like people can get haircuts at like at haircuttery like, like school the Paul Mitchell. at haircuttery yeah, school like, yeah. or something and then if you get messed up like oh, it was a student it's like this guy went to a, like even though he didn't it's almost like he went to a tattoo a tattooing school <laughs> and they're like yeah go live who cares they're supervised by professionals <laughs> the um i it's funny my one of my old bosses he and any story that begins with and this, mind you this is when um do you remember when four loco had caffeine it was like four loco and juice were the competitors with one another uh it, I can't it, believe that stuff's still like sold. Yeah, but there's no caffeine in it now. It's just it's just malt liquor at this point. Yeah, right? yeah, okay. Flavored malt liquor. But the um it, it, he would began his story with, yeah, like hey, my brother in law and I were sitting around drinking juice. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he's also an apprentice of to, to like learn how to tattoo. And I was like, All right. And he's like, Yeah, I had him do do one on my like shoulder like like your entire deltoid like all three heads of the deltoid oh right? boy so that's that's pretty ballsy to have that done anytime period but also in the uh the presence of caffeinated juice is uh a little bit more ballsy and i tell you man like i didn't even know what it was in what way oh and i didn't know what the what like check it out isn't it awesome and you're like eh 
Yeah, so he's yeah. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was like <laughs> he's like, Yeah, I got a tiger and da, da, da. I'm like, Oh man, I gotta see this. And so he like pulls his shirt up. <laughs> I, I I couldn't tell which way it was looking. If it, it was like Did you at, even know it was a tiger? He told me it was a tiger. <laughs> and I I didn't I couldn't and he's like, yeah. And then when he was like, he could tell maybe I was kind of like, uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. Can you see the teeth there? I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, I just, so what do you do in that event, right? Like, are you supposed to say to the person like, man, that looks like shit? Are you supposed to say? I mean, if they're so happy with it, that's all that matters. Exactly. Don't right? rain on their parade. And he's letting his brother-in-law get some, <laughs> get some mat time. Oh boy. <laughs> get, you know, like, I would think that you would have to, like, don't you? Can't you go buy like a pork roast or something and like tattoo like like a piece of meat or something? So why am I envisioning like <laughs> I'm envisioning like Rocky instead of punching the meat? Yeah, like he's like tattooing. Tattoo like how do is that how they get the reps in or did they just fuck up a bunch of times? On I'm like, sure. I'm sure they're a bunch because tattoo. Because we're the, probably the only people that don't have tattoos. Yeah, everyone listening is like you dummies. It's all blah 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 blah. Well, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, we don't. You've know. got the so two you, people you, in jujitsu that don't have tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> so what's gonna be your first? Is it gonna be? I don't. I don't have. Like for me, it would definitely have to be something meaningful, and I can't. I know it sounds it might sound bad. It's like I don't have anything meaningful enough to put on. Like I almost associate with like I would have to be like in a in a prison in Thailand for like two years, <laughs> like, and me and my my friends that I made. You know, I learned how to speak the language, and I taught them English, and we survived this these two years. And, you know, we all got the same tattoo because we said if we got out, we would like that would be something like that sort of thing, you know. So when he moved to Thailand, I guess. Is, <laughs> <You know. laughs> why, why didn't you get Christ the Redeemer, Noah? <laughs> Especially having to. Oh, the so question is, why am I going to be in prison? This pocket, like- There's actually a book that I read when I was younger at the library. And it was one of those things where I never took the book out. I would just go to the library regularly and I would pick it out and continue reading that's part of your ritual that you just wanted and it was it was it was called four thousand days or ten thousand days i'm going to look this up right now um which is a lot of days that's i think four thousand days because ten thousand would be i think uh, that'd be 30 years right yeah i think it's four thousand because ten thousand sounds way too long it's definitely not ten thousand 10,000 gives me like a self-help book (laughs) And I actually think 4,000, they might have given an actual number. Um, no, it is 10,000 days. Oh. My life and survival in a Bangkok prison. Oh, my God. And I read this book. How old were you at the time? Um, teenager. You know, young teen. It and sounds like a scared street book. Of why you why you don't go well, to no I mean it's it's about an Aussie who got busted for drug smuggling charges and they threw him in the fucking jail really yeah like, and it was like just an one interesting of the CNBC book. yeah like locked up abroad yeah and uh, I read that and uh, did it help yeah. you in your he travels tra- yeah he was trafficking heroin between Australia and Thailand in the seventies I mean he's gotta make an honest living and he got uh, and he got caught and uh, it read a lot like Shawshank Redemption in terms of uh, how they were treated, not in terms of abuse. Like there wasn't any sexual abuse that I can recall in the, in the, in the book, but in terms of being, let's say locked in, you know, um, 
being thrown down into an area where all the waste, Ugh. you know, gets gets you know God. gets goes <laughs> let's just put it that way yeah, the big yeah. tank the suit you know the septic tank getting thrown into the septic tank as That's punishment like, and that, that was a, a punishment and you know communicating Spartacus. with taps yeah. and you know feeding you know fattening up rodents with rice so you could eat the rodents oh later, my god that kind of stuff yeah it's it pretty just, clever i would so, i need to keep that in mind in case but, i ever so you know <clears throat> i don't know maybe if i read the book now it's going to read terribly maybe it won't age well because, you know, when you're younger, certain things might be cool or interesting. And then you read them again. You're like, what was I reading? You so know? how much of that did that provide influence for you so that when you were traveling abroad as an adult, mm-hmm. instead of like a little goofy 16-year-old kid, um, yeah. that you you kind of like learned to be a good traveler? I don't know. I, I can't think of it explicitly affecting anything. I just I, I just recall reading the book and just thinking it was real. Like, was it this real? Is real? And it was real. Oh, it was based oh, on yeah, a true story. Okay. I mean, as much as it, they say... It's so it was a, a million story. little pieces. So Yeah. <laughs> but I guess my point is, it's like, I I was kind of at that age where I knew that the world wasn't... Like, I I grew up, I wouldn't say a sheltered life, but I, I had a, a, a... And I still do. But I had a very good life. I wasn't exposed to the ugly side of the world, so to speak, that right. much. But I knew it existed, and this was kind of a a gateway into that. You know, like, this is when something can go really wrong and what that experience can be like for someone. So that was the attraction to it. And if anything, it just maybe gave me a little foreknowledge into thinking that, you know, you have to be mindful when you travel abroad because things sure. can go wrong, you know. And maybe think twice about smuggling heroin if someone approaches you with like, yeah, hey, man, that's, you, know. you, know, you want to take these drugs into the country for me? <laughs> so the suitcase full of 400 dolls so (laughs) definitely uh yeah i know it's kind of random but i definitely remember the book right i mean it it, it what tattoo did he get i don't know (laughs) but that was the situation i was thinking of like i need to be in that situation to get a tattoo so (laughs) speaking of tattoos let's go with segue let's talk about the facial tattoo himself mike tyson that was yeah. So he, I thought that was fucking awesome. I thought it was a great fight. I I I know. You what know, is the criticism? I, the I haven't of, read any press about it. At the end of the day, so. oh, I don't know. I, I I I haven't necessarily. At the end of the day, it was being marketed as a fight, even though it was sanctioned as an exhibition. Eight rounds. Right? Eight rounds. Two minutes. Eight two-minute rounds. No official judging. Unofficial. Oh, judging. It, was, it was no official judging. No, there's all unofficial. They did everything unofficially. Uh, to give the appearance that it was a fight, but it was essentially a sparring session. I, it didn't look like a with, sparring session. With the hope that there was this gentleman's agreement that they were going to go out there and, and go hard, you know? But in theory, if there was blood, they would have stopped the fight immediately. Oh, is which is what? why when there was like an accidental headbutt, that was like, everyone was like, <gasps> are they right. going to stop the fight? <laughs> is there blood? And he didn't bleed, so Roy Jones didn't bleed. And he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> you know? So it was... I, I, you know, I think a lot of it, and even the announcers even said it. I think expectations were so low. Were there? Were they? My expect. I think a lot of people's expectations. Mine were low because I'm like, why were they? Why would you just be because low? Because you've got two guys in their fifties. The, I don't know, know, man. Like, did you, did you watch any of? Maybe I just buy into the hype. Any of the Instagram videos of like Mike Tyson? I mean, I saw them, but the, the truth Cordero is, yeah. But the 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 truth is, is 
it doesn't stop a guy from like totally gassing. The last time he fought, he looked bad. Right, but I mean, like, do you think? I uh, of course I didn't even I didn't even know about the last time he fought. So well, I he, mean, he he didn't answer the bell, right, or something, or, or yeah, he didn't get. But I don't remember that. Ex- I'm just saying that more often than not, you're you're always disappointed by this. He's like, oh. I have this image of this person in their heyday. Right, right, right. And, and it's now, just a, now, not only do like mo- they look mortal, they look broken, you know, kind but of. But these thing. two guys looked. No, they look. Yeah. They look phenomenal, and more, more than that, their attitudes afterwards, especially Mike's, was. Uh, I I just saw it. it was beautiful. I know it sounds it sounds cliche and almost uh, melodramatic to say that, but he he seemed in such a good headspace, so happy, you know, and so humble. You know, he's like, I'm a beginner now, you know, like, I'm just, I just, I want to do this again. This is a lot of fun. And, and, and it was, it was like, uh, it, it, for me, and, and I don't know what other people's image they have of Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was a big deal when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, um, if, if, if if you didn't, I, I think if you were younger than me and you were born after. Yeah. All you know is you hear about it and you're like, whatever, like. People talk about Muhammad Ali to me like he's a big deal, but I don't. I didn't live it. Yeah. So it's, I'm just taking people's word for it. I'm sure I can see his fights and listen to him talk, and I'm like, oh, this guy's charismatic. But I remember that whenever Tyson fought when I was a little kid, that was a big deal. And when they would show it on free TV after the fact, like, and we're going to show Mike Tyson's fight, you know, from last yeah. month on CBS Sports, it was like you just you wanted to see it. And this guy would come out in his black shorts and it's his black. And, I mean, and, and and just a towel over. Yeah, his I mean, shoulders, you talk right? about like, you know the UFC has done a good job of of trying to brand its athletes as the baddest men on the planet, the baddest women on the planet. Like, you want to talk about the alpha males and alpha females of combat sports? It's these people. Well, MMA didn't exist back then in in America. In, well, it didn't exist in mainstream. Yeah, you know, and boxing was it. And Mike Tyson was the guy, and he was. You know, I grew up with a dad who boxed as a kid and, and had a lot of respect for boxing. And and I definitely bought into the story, however true or not, I bought into the story of Mike Tyson was this was this kid from the ghetto who got taken in by Customato and boxing and, and, and Customato kind of got him on the straight and narrow and, and got his potential. And then when Cus died... Now this kid is languishing, and he and he gets bad influences around him, and that's when his talent goes down, and that's that's the beginning of the end of him, yeah. you know, and why he wasn't the same fighter. So it's like with cuss, without cuss, and I'm saying all this because the Mike I saw afterwards talking with Roy and talking to Jim Gray, who fuck you, Jim Gray, <laughs> you were really trying to I think troll people and 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 get 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 um conflict. You know, like, are you okay with that? Are you okay? You know, it's just like, just interview the guy. So that's my personal two cents on that. So <laughs> Jim Gray can attack. He's trying later. to be an edit, uh, provide editorial. <laughs> yeah, I don't of, know. Uh, but that version of Mike, he seemed at peace. He seemed, he seemed like he was that guy with cuss again. But but the adult version, you know, like he was a he had matured, and he wasn't this this unhinged guy that had all these weird guys in his posse around him that made him bankrupt. God knows how many times. Again, I know there's a lot of narrative here, but that's, you know, it, it was, it, it scratched that itch for me and it was good to see and I was happy. The fight itself, 
was I thought entertaining. I thought Mike looked really good, you know, again for his age and his disposition, but his cardio held up well. And I thought Roy Jones, you know, his style obviously I think looks a little weirder when you're older and not as fast to be looking away so much and doing like no look punches from, yeah. from down low. But he clearly was gassing a lot quicker than yeah. and forcing clinches as a result. But um, regardless of where my expectations were or weren't or how it were low, it was entertaining. And, and I was left again with happy from a nostalgic point of view and happy to see guys that were kind of like idols still have something and, and look good and be in a good good be in a good headspace. So what are your thoughts on <clears throat> So that's my long winded answer. All of that. Um they're both what fifty one and fifty three, yeah. right? I mean like old. Well it's weird because I I, I thought Roy Jones was younger than Tyson significantly. Yeah, but he's actually older. Yeah. It's crazy strange. that Mike yeah, because Mike yeah. Mike I mean Mike's been in the limelight for a very long time mm-hmm. too, right? Um and his prime was earlier than Roy Jones. Like I mean like Mike's like prime was 80s, right? Mike, Mike's prime was in his like early 20s in a way. Like that's when he yeah, was Yeah, cuz really, he was yeah. He was, and then he went he was to a jail, kid, right? And like then he went the to jail, yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, how I remember there were talks about Vitor Belfort wanting to start like a like a Legends MMA Veterans League, right? Do you think somebody like that, that this fight doing it sort of exhibition ish is viable to provide a league for fighters who are that shouldn't be competing with in their prime athletes? Like, is it is it something that could be marketed? Is it like like something like Chuck Liddell, right? His last several fights, he looked pretty bad um or do you think that mma is just a different sport i think first of all i think this is something that cannot that that can't be that risks overexposing people very easily like even though mike's saying like i want to fight again he should not be fighting every three months no or even every six months not and and forget about the health implications I'm talking about it just over it, it takes away this the the novelty of it like it should yeah. it, this is this was this was special because you haven't seen it in a long long time and if you start seeing it regularly it takes a lot of the luster away and in, and, and probably a lot of the value of it away because how many times do you need to see or want to see, or let's put it, how many times would you pay to see Tyson spar with someone? You know? I mean, I don't I mean, think these guys were trying to knock each other out. I think they were trying to spar hard. You don't think they were it. trying to knock each other out? No, I don't think they were trying to knock each other out. I don't know. It looked, I think they had an agreement to be like, well, let's go hard, you know? Like, I can tell you, I just ba- look, based on what I was seeing, Body shots were definitely not. Oh, they yeah. weren't holding back. Oh, um, I love how Roy said afterwards, like, "Oh yeah, they hurt." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like th- those were they weren't holding back on body shots. <laughs> Head shots, maybe a little. I mean, like there were a couple left hooks from Mike that I think. It was just it, awesome to see Mike do his head movement again. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> head movement, and it looks good. Like it, you know, it, it. Yeah, that's. 
I mean, <laughs> how the hell do you maintain those attributes at 53 or 51? Well, you're a once in a lifetime athlete and, and no, that's true. That yeah, sport. Yeah, you know yeah I mean? you're the, but you're right. The fact that he maintained his, you know, it looked like his speed was pretty damn yeah. good. You his know? power was definitely there. He definitely <laughs> had this old man strength for sure. Um, and that's, I mean, yeah, it, it was, I mean, the other, the other hilarious part that made it entertaining was, was Snoop Dogg. Did you listen to this? Did you hear his commentary? So yeah, we, had, we I, had four guys. I have to, whoever put this together, they, knew they, had, they had, they had a creative, the, the person in charge with, or the, the person or persons or group in charge of putting like this together or something or another, right? You can, they've probably given themselves a shot now to get thrown more money at them to put together another event because with whatever money they had, whatever budget they had, they, uh, and I'm sure they had a, a pretty substantial budget, but they put together a pretty eclectic group of things in terms of fights and personnel involved because you had you had yeah you had Marwanalo who An is MMA commentator and and also he he does I think Showtime or HBO but like he's oh, a he, bo- okay, he's he a boxing, boxing guy, as well yeah. so okay, you right. have you have a a seasoned fight uh play by play guy they get Israel Alasanya Who's Which, never who's never done this role ever before in a suit and tie, and he does wonderfully. I'm surprised that UFC let that happen. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I mean, is some, you know, what I mean, like, I don't know. Pretty, they keep everything pretty close to heart, especially yeah. you know. And then they had Sugar Ray Leonard, who was probably the least noticeable guy of the I'm four. I'm not even sure when I heard him. Exactly. Like, he I mean, definitely... when they were talking before the fights, they would, you know, he would talk a little bit. And you had Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yes, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> he's like, he's like, damn, my uncles are fighting in the back. at the barbecue. <laughs> like, it was awesome. And the thing was, is both these guys, both these guys, meaning Snoop and Israel, were excellent. Were were excellent, but they were genuine fans of both guys. Yeah, like they were they were paying homage to these guys' impacts not only on the sport but on their lives. Like these were their heroes. And it was fan service, and as we've seen with the Avengers movies, like doing fan service can it, be do- can yeah. be very very good. Yeah, you know, because that's what people like give people what they want. Yeah, and right, these like, guys not only were excited to see their heroes fight, they were also excited and happy to see how it went down as it went down. You know, but all their commentary was, you know, their commentary prior to the fight was that of respect and and recognition for these guys accomplishments and the impact they had on the commentator's life like how it affected israel how it affected snoop you know and snoop talking about how you know in a way both these guys you know there, there's some similarity between boxing and rap because you you get you know guys from the hood yeah this is a way out this is a way out of the ghetto boxing was a way um you know, and and rap was a way for other guys to get out of the hood, and and they're they're kind of intertwined in his mind, you know. So it was just it was just cool. It was it was there was as weird as it sounds, a lot of positivity, and maybe because of the the backdrop of 2020, having that positivity and having that feel good nostalgia, and seeing two guys that were mythical figures in the boxing world, and especially in Tyson's case, transcending yeah. the boxing world. And to see them still have some gas in the tank and have you know see the the magic again, it was it was it was cool, you know. And then we have another fight <laughs> on the card. 
<laughs> Which, First of all, I didn't even know. I didn't even know they were two guys. Meaning, I thought it was I, just I, Logan Paul. I didn't know there's a Jake Paul too. I didn't know they're brothers. I don't. I don't even know. So I'm. <laughs> let me let me date myself. I didn't know you two existed. Hell, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these guys are. I don't. Really I, know I don't. Who, I mean, well, I know Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson. I, you know, I, which I, I know now. He's an MB. He played NBA the NBA, player, right? but he's like shorter than us. Yeah, but he did. He won the he won the dunk competition one year. He was known for having really good jumping, and and, and he was a he was I mean, a solid he, player. He was an entertaining. He was one of those character guys that, every, you know, people liked him on his team because you don't expect a guy his stature to be playing basketball and he could ball. He's you know, the, was he Allen Iverson? No, he wasn't Allen Iverson. But you know, the guy was a contributor and and had okay. his moments. So he wasn't know. like no, no. He he definitely had his moments, and he you know he had. Moments in in big games, in big moments, okay. you know, in playoffs and stuff. But he's no longer playing basketball. No, he's no longer playing. Okay. And I don't know what's happened with him since then. I don't know if he's well. Evidently, a, he's gotten to boxing. Well, I don't know if he's a if he's a online personality now or not. That I don't know. Like I know how this did other this guy fight is, come to be. I have no, th- th- because th- this is this is something that happened on YouTube or the social media that we're, it happened in an echo chamber that we're not a part of. <laughs> yeah, evidently because because I was talking to my buddies at work today about. Like oh the Tyson fight and they're like oh did you see the other fight and I'm like I what that's the fight ever. I know I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and so I find out that a YouTube dude fought an ex NBA player and the YouTube dude won against a professional athlete yes but neither one is but neither one is a boxer Correct. right so this is essentially celebrity death match or celebrity. That used to be on Fox, the thing. You know, they Armand, had like, shout out to Armand and the Violi vlogs. He did a breakdown of this <laughs> did he really? months ago. And he did actually, on the night of, I saw he, he predicted Jake Paul would win. So Did he really? Shout out to Armand for calling But it back. turns out Jake Paul is actually a professional boxer, right? I, I, get, you, 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 I don't know. Oh, yeah, I guess I'm talking. <laughs> I yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> but, so I, I ended up watching the fight. It was like eight minutes long or something, right? The, the Jake Paul guy looked pretty good. The other guy looked bad. He reminded me actually like just leaping. I, I don't know if Nate Robinson trained any boxing for this match. No, he trained. I mean, well. Oh, he did? Yeah, he did train. There okay. are videos of him training. I saw that. Really? I don't know to how much. Why is he, he fighting training? like Kevin Randleman? <laughs> I mean, RIP. I don't but know. like he's all he's just doing is just leaping left hooks and leaping right hooks, you know. Like it was it was a really odd fight that I'm. Okay, so I I didn't know this until you actually just said it. This event was purely exhibition. Like this was not an IBF sanctioned in any way event. Uh, it was it was sponsored by the boxing commission. I don't know how the Jake Paul Nate Robinson was was sanctioned. That was yeah, that's that was weird. I mean, like I just I I'm like you said that that arose from an echo chamber that we we are not a definitely not we're on the outside of that. But that was a weird fight. But you know though, I mean, props for both those guys for getting in there. But that dude got slapped bad. So that's the thing. I didn't know Jake Paul existed. I didn't because either. Because Logan Paul is the guy I'm aware of, and he's a YouTube guy. He, he, he's like one of the, the first guys I can think of that became famous just on YouTube. And it was like, who? But what does he actually do? He just, he just posts content. He does what Armand's trying to do. Okay. Just post content. But Logan Paul fought KSI 
like he had an online beef and he had fights KSI? with KSI? Yeah, some some uh, just another guy who's a character. Okay. And they did fight. So I didn't know Jake Paul existed. I didn't know Logan Paul has the, a brother. The internet celebrity has a brother that's also an internet celebrity. And that blew my mind. Huh. I mean, <laughs> so, so everyone that's on TikTok and is under 20 is like rolling their eyes right now. And yeah. they're like, no, you are an old fart. But I was totally unaware that the Paul brothers existed. And actually, I think they have a rich dad. So it's almost like they are the... They're, they're, they're like the, the Hilton. They're, they're like the, yeah, the Paris Hilton. They're, they're like the, the they're yeah. celebrities for being celebrities, right? Exactly. Like they're, the, uh, exactly. they're like the inception of fucking... Uh, they're the modern day uh, socialite, socialites, I guess is the term. But good for them. I mean, like it was, he looked, he, he actually looked like a boxer. So, you know, good, good on him. But should, <laughs> is this the type of stuff that boxing needs to be uh, in the limelight again, I guess? Well, there's also, and this is the other thing, there's also a video of Logan Paul, the brother of Jake Paul, sparring with paula costa and paula costa knocks him out you mean like the like the yes, MMA M- ufc yeah like yoel romero yeah opponent really yeah so that's again i didn't know this guy jake paul existed <laughs> so if anyone wants to enlighten us feel free to reach out to us bjj and bruce on instagram <laughs> facebook <laughs> so we have this amazing match if you want to put together a timeline <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> of what I should do to what we should look at to kind of get caught up on this. Let us know the continuity but of the Paul brothers. All I saw after that fight, even before the Tyson fight started, the memes they took planked like KO'd Nate Robinson, and he was put everywhere. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh, dude, the memes were brutal. It was. I mean, he that was a bad knockout, dude. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was bad. That was like that reminded me of like. Uh, Rich Franklin, Nate Quarry, bad. Except Nate Quarry went backwards. This I guy know, but felt, either way, it was just like this guy face like planted, tree toppled, like yeah, just, it was that, bad. That's bad, you know. Yeah. I don't know, that, <laughs> but I'll tell you something, guys that I never see post anything about MMA were posting about stuff on Instagram and Facebook. But this isn't MMA; it's boxing. No, I know, but okay, in, in like, terms of in terms of in in terms of getting combat sports to penetrate. Quote the casual fan. Okay, this succeeded. At so some we need level, to have at, just at celebrity some weird barometer match. for me. Yeah, it, it, it you know <clears throat> it kind of succeeded. So I mean, you but know. wait, did you see the other video from some promotion in Russia? Took a five allegedly a five hundred pound blogger against a female MMA fighter, and she, and she beat the ass. and she beat the shit out of him. I saw the, I saw that looked like a freak show. That that was to that me was borderline. That, that that was that borderline was immoral. That to me was borderline immoral. Like, like that, that was, was borderline. It, it, actually, I won't say borderline. In in my opinion, for my whatever standards I'm drawing on in my head, that was well. She was a fighter. No, no, she was a fighter, but that was um, exploitation. That was definitely exploitation. That I mean, was that exploitation. was like pride level. That was that was days uh, of, uh, that was exploitation. That I you know what was that Emmanuel Yarbrough probably is not going to do that. That's probably not bring anything positive to the world. It's it's like yeah. John McCain like, is get a, rolling get over a, his grave. Yeah, get get a. Um, Get a blogger that's not 500 pounds and morbidly obese and looks like that in a speedo. Did you see how he you know entered I mean? the ring? No, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't? No, I just saw. I just saw the. I just saw some of the beatdown. So he like, he's he's very large. Yeah, you know, he's almost 600 pounds. Man. I mean, he can move. I gotta say, he, they, that dude healthy. moved better than me. Don't say that. No, I'm dead. I'm dead no. serious. He came into the ring, man. <laughs> Climbed up the stairs. 
rolled down and log rolled. Oh, no. Jesus. He did? Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, dude. If, if you're the fucking Star Wars kid, run with that shit and like get your 15 minutes. So good good on that guy, man. I'd- so this actually brings up something I actually... and Actually, I was watching some of these before this, but it actually ties together. Do you remember Bully Beatdown? Yeah. Hosted by Mayhem Miller. Right? Mayhem Miller. Dude, that show was good. Now, that is good exploitation in my opinion. Yeah, because the guy gets his comeuppance. Like, that's- and, and the guys, even if they were out of shape or not like morbidly... It wasn't freak show kind of thing. You know, it was just like, it usually was bros. Yeah. You know, like meatheads getting beat up by an MMA fighter, which was cool because that and was And they like, wouldn't even beat them up. They would, they would teach them a lesson. Yeah. But, well, <clears throat> I mean, it was, it was framed that way. Like, you have anything to say afterwards? Like, Mayhem would be like, you know, like, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and like, then he'd, Mayhem would clap. Everyone would clap. We're like, yeah, we solved, we solved the world's <laughs> problems by... By what you hate, you know we 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 yeah, we, we by, dealt with by, bullying by, with more by bullying. sticking the enforcer we put the, on him with the enforcer on you, and he learned. However, he's in jail right now, isn't he? Mayhem, Mayhem's not doing so well. Yeah, he's anyway. He did also on the show though, and I watched the one where he actually turned out to be the fighter. Oh where, really? Yeah, yeah. Where he like took his shirt off. He's like, all right, let's go. And it was it, the way they. I had forgotten the format. The format was two rounds, and the first round was grappling round. only. Oh, gra- okay. And Five minute round. Big John McCarthy was the guy in there. Was <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh Dude. wow, the mighty <laughs> fell. Really, <laughs> and, and it was for every submission up to five, they would get a thousand dollars. So each round, there's five thousand dollars on the line. Okay, wait for every submission, the fighter gets five thousand no. dollars. So what happens is the bully starts with five thousand dollars. Oh, and they five, lose. And oh. every time they get subbed, they lose a thousand. So obviously, if you get tapped five times in five minutes, the people who were bullied yeah. get the five grand. So the goal is the guy comes in, subs you five times, and and, and then the next round is you have to last, I believe, five minutes. It might have been three minutes without giving up, and that's for five grand also. God, that's a striking that, and that's round. Stri- that's dangerous. That's striking. That's yeah. legit dangerous. So you know, <laughs> the grappling round. I mean, the mayhem one is great. Mayhem just tapped. I mean, like, he's a he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu I know. anyway. So <laughs> the guy like just rushes awesome. in, <laughs> standing guillotine right away. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, just stand. like what's crazy is how quickly, and the uninitiated can get subbed. Just how quickly? I don't think they know that they're getting. They're, they're tapping out of fear. They're not. They're panic tapping. Probably, but you even know. still. Oh, you're saying like they wouldn't they wouldn't actually get put they to sleep. They wouldn't have gotten yeah, yeah. I, that's why it's either way, either way. I mean, but I what's, what I found interesting was how they explained it. Cuz before in every show they explained the rules of the round, and of course they're assuming the audience doesn't know anything about anything. So they explain it. So a submission is either a choke, an armbar, or a leg lock. And that's what they that's what they said. So they didn't okay. say they didn't just say submission. They said, they just told you what the submissions were, and they just they just named three submissions, and leg lock was one of them, which I thought was which was when I look back was kind of interesting. That was what two thousand, yeah, early two thousand, yeah. yeah so. I thought that was interesting. So they were not ignoring fifty percent yeah. of the human body. So I thought that was really cool. That Don, they, John Danaher was the ex- <laughs> executive producer of, of <laughs> Bully Beatdown. Or Dean Lister. <laughs> oh, yeah, <there> <laughs> um. So that was cool. And then the, the stand-up round is just brutal. That's just... That's where... Dude, I mean, it was just leg kicks. Like, it was body where, shot. Like, he leg kicked I'm him. surprised that, that He leg kicked... The guy's like... Oh, the guy crumples. People he, don't realize and how And these are with pads. Yeah. With pads. 
Like imagine he's digging shin. Like, oh. That's where, I mean, like, people have no idea how much leg kicks hurt. I mean, like, they fucking... I mean, like, it's just imagine just a dead leg. I kind of want to ask Paul if he if there was, like, an application circle around. Because he was a fighter at that time, and I was like, did you ever, like, see the application again, Bully Beatdown? Or how did how did people get on Bully Beatdown? It probably had to be some sort of weird... I mean, there were some big names, but not as big. Like, there were people on that show that I didn't know. But the bigger names were, like, Arlovsky. Arlovsky was on Bully Beatdown? Oh, yeah. He beat the so, shit. So, the, what, Dude, he, the he beat the shit. <laughs> yeah. This is probably, like... Just footlocked him, Sylvia. And Eddie, and Eddie and Alvarez was really the, yeah, Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. Is he the people's champ? Or <laughs> but and that's where Eddie Alvarez was Bellator. Yeah, still, or, or actually not even Bellator. It, it, it was probably called uh, Elite FC. Yeah, or, or, or Strike Force. Strike Force. Strike yeah. Force, yeah. Crazy. Now there was one guy who actually, and I don't know who he went. He went against an MMA fighter that I don't remember. But I remember this guy just literally held on. Like he did a grappling round, and he got mounted, I think, and he just hugged the guy. Really? And nothing and he didn't get he he didn't lose any money. And that was like the one bully that that survived. They, and I mean it, he was smart, man. So he, I bet you he 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 might have taken Gracie Combata. Yeah, maybe Gracie Combata. He knew he knew how to survive. Remember, if you survive, they <laughs> you don't really win. Well, he did. He won it. He won. So they're good for He them. won 5 grand. So bully beat down. Check that out. You can find old episodes oh, I'm on, sure YouTube it's on YouTube and at stuff. This point. I definitely want to I want to ask Paul. Well, he's he's, yeah, he's sequestered he, he's, in his he office. He definitely just sees like he, he's, I hear Noah and Chris talking. Door shut. <laughs> um, the uh, he's editing video, guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> so let me. I, I, I had known about this documentary that's about to be released. Um, I had heard about it like a while ago, and I didn't think. I thought it was one of those things that was like a sort of like a Indiegogo type project that was never gonna like see fruition. But it's starting to make its rounds now. Have you seen anything about um, Robert Drysdale's thing oh. called The Close Guard? Opening The Close Guard. Well, the book is Opening The Close Guard, which is essentially a behind-the-scenes okay, yeah. book about it. And then the actual documentary. I didn't know there were different the next, names, but yeah, I'm aware of the documentary. It's, just, it's literally Close Guard is a documentary mm-hmm. and Opening The Close Guard. I, I'm, I really you're, want to you're, You can't wait. Oh, man. Like, just because the, he's uh, trying to be as unbiased as possible when it comes to giving Brazil its due for its influence on jiu-jitsu. No. While also honoring... The the, jiu-jitsu, the judo side of things. Yeah, the, yeah. And also taking... Because the only uh, history we ever hear is the Gracie version of things. Right? Correct. That, that's, that's my point with all this. Yeah, so he... Um, you know, he... I guess he goes and talks to, like, the Fadi lineages and... And and even like how jujitsu itself, like the the myth that they created with Maeda, mm-hmm. you know, um, so we'll have to do like a watch party for that or something, or, or like a riff tracks, but that's I'm excited about that. I'm gonna get the book for Amazon or uh, I'm gonna get the book for for Christmas just to give myself some reading to do. Dude, Jake there? Shields. I'm looking at the the fighters. Jake Shields was yeah, on that. Yeah, and Jake Shields was not like did not tech these guys. Like I, Eddie Alvarez, ten grand for the victim. It was always like Eddie Alvarez did not fuck around. <laughs> Arlovsky did not fuck around. Um, do you know who Tony Bonello is? Tony Bonello. Yeah, he's like he's the an, MMA. Yeah, he's an Australian guy, right? Okay, he's an MMA fighter. Michael Westbrook was another guy. Isn't that a football player? A, there's a basketball player. Oh, Woodley was on. 
Uh, Tyrone Woodley. Tyrone Woodley. Yeah. So he that was probably when he Joe was, Riggs was on. Diesel. Oh my God! Daniel Cormier was on. Oh, ten grand for the for the for the victims there, dude. So that means he subbed him twice. No, no, no. That means he subbed them five oh, yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, five times. Beat yeah, five the shit out of them and got him to stop. So, yeah, I think um, I listened to Drysdale talk about this, I believe, on a podcast. And how, you know, I didn't realize he was Brazilian. I don't think he's Brazilian. Or he's, he's like dad's Brazilian, his he, mom's He's died, mixed, yeah. but he, he has to. He speaks Portuguese perfectly. Yeah. I think he lived like half of his time in Brazil or something like that. Well, okay, so for example, Jake McKenzie, the half-guard guy from Canada, he speaks really good Portuguese, but that's because he just trains a lot with Brazilians. I think Robert Drysdale has... Like, actual Brazilian heritage? I think it's like his mom or something. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, he's born in Utah. However... uh, Born... United States to a Brazilian mother and an American father. He yeah. moved to Brazil with his family when he was six, and he spent much of his pro- childhood in Brazil. Okay, so, so that's why. So yeah, multi, uh, uh, both backgrounds. He's the the a male Mackenzie Dern. Exactly. <laughs> like I saw another video of Mackenzie Dern, like younger, and her her, her English, English is good. Like us. Yeah, dude. She she did. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there with the accent. Anyway. I mean, they brought her a translator. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Georgia, George that, that was bad. No, no, I understand. Like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Shout out to Mackenzie Dern's translator. <laughs> anyway. Former UFC fighter George Gurgel. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Right. <laughs> so he, the plot thickens. <laughs> anyway. Rich Franklin's jiu-jitsu coach. The... Um, the Robert Drysdale thing was interesting in the sense that it said it, it's a, it took him a long time and a lot of conversations and a lot of conversations where he did to some, you know I, I, he did identify that there is like you said versions of the jujitsu history a lot of mythology. and he's trying to find the most accurate like history. He, I wouldn't even say like. He's he's trying to recognize what are myths and what is more factual. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's doing a, a people's history. Of- yeah. So, and and he, you know, even as a guy who's half Brazilian, recognizes that there's some, mm, let's say, mm, artistic license with some of the retellings of certain stories. You know, in terms of how the Gracie family talks about yeah. stuff. So I think that's really interesting, and and he does. I guess did a lot of research. I mean, he, tra- he went to Japan. Yeah, he, like, he went over. So, I, you know, again, for people that are into jujitsu, I'm sure they can't wait. I don't know how much penetration this is going to have outside of the jujitsu world, but I've I already think seen is big enough now. Where within the jujitsu community, it's going to do very well. Oh, very well. Yeah, very and well. I've already seen that that book, opening the close guard, which is like the the book companion to yeah. the the document uh, the documentary, was being uh, sent out to various you know, big names in the jujitsu community, yeah. like, you know, a guy like Lachlan, for example, I, I think I'm just using Lachlan, but like guys like a Lachlan or Craig Jones were getting copies or John Danher. And I saw them posting on social media. Thank you, Robert Drysdale for this copy. Can't wait. Oh, to, Danaher, yeah. The, the I, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm just saying guys like that. Yeah. yeah. We're getting copies. Like I don't know who, celebrities. yeah, I don't know who I can't remember who exactly. I'm too caught up with the Lachlan Gordon beef. Did you see that one? No. The lo- <laughs> we'll close with this one because I, I hate giving 
giving airtime to uh, to to internet beefs. But Lachlan it, and yeah, Lachlan makes a post that said, oh, "If you on. took performance enhancing, if you took PEDs while competing, you're a cheater and should relinquish all your accomplishments." And then Gordon just Gordon comes back with, "But you took PEDs too." And he, he finds photo. He's trying to find photos where Lachlan was skinny and then not so skinny, and saying, <laughs> "See." You got you develop lean muscle mass in your 30s. That doesn't happen naturally. Which has like, man, Gordon, you're spending a lot of time looking at 30 year olds' body. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I mean, it's just also. I mean, 18 months is a pretty short amount of time to put on 60 pounds of solid muscle, though. Dude, I don't like. I, you know, if you're a professional, I don't no, know. his his Gordon was not. Gordon was saying nothing about whether he took roids or not. He was saying Lachlan is. He's like, you're a hypocrite. Like you, oh, you he, okay. he's saying you took, PEDs. but is he speculating or is he, and that's the thing is, is he spec, is he oh, speculating he's just about getting photos? Of, I mean, dude, he, he's generating publicity clicks and we, I mean, and he got a little publicity. So shout out to Gordon, Gordon loves jujitsu on Instagram. You, you got us to talk about it for a little bit on, on, on our podcast and our listeners might be like, who? And they're going to go look it up and, right, right. and you might sell an instructional. So we expect a, a commission on, based on that on that sale, yeah. Gordon, right? Because you believe in that stuff. Or Lachlan. Or if Lachlan, you, if yeah. You, if you so choose to. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and, and you're in Puerto Rico, so at least just hook us up with like a, a free week of training. <laughs> so who's in Puerto Rico right now? I know Dan Hurst definitely there. Nikki's there. To my knowledge, it's John Danaher, Gordon Ryan, Nikki Ryan, Nikki Rodriguez, uh, Craig Jones, Gordon's girlfriend. Uh, uh, so sunny, hey, 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 it's Sunny. Yeah. Whose Instagram keeps getting taken down. Oh, did it really? Uh, I mean, she always says she gets taken down for violating terms of, <laughs> terms of service. <laughs> and I think. Um, What's that guy's name? Taza, Oliver Taza. Okay, I, 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 I'm sorry. I, yeah. And then some guys that I've seen in pictures I don't recognize, like, Who are like just, just jacked random, white guys. Yeah. There's some jacked white guys there in the background. It's like, yeah, I've seen you there before. I don't know what they're doing, what their plans are. My guess is again, realizing that there are a lot of jujitsu people that will travel to to train. Yeah. And that maybe we can turn this into a destination. And Manhattan is not. We we can turn this into a destination and monetize that. I mean, if they have some sort of piece in the hospitality side of things, even create maybe an experience with it where you yeah, you stay at a resort and train with Don. John Danaher, not Don Jenner. <laughs> they're helping create wealth in uh, in our our wonderful colony down there. There it so, is. So our territory, excuse me. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see. That it, it's interesting. Definitely, I mean, it definitely increased the probability that I might swing by because shit. I mean, it's like a forty-five minute flight or something. Like, Orlando, Puerto right Rico. Now. Oh, it must be super cheap. So, <laughs> like, so that's kind of what's going on here. So, so what are you asking for Santa for Christmas this year, jujitsu wise, Noah? I'm asking for Santa to to make 2021 a better year <laughs> than what 2020 has been for a lot of people. <laughs> For a lot of people, <laughs> for a lot well, of I mean, people. we're, we're for fortunate. That yeah, we're, no, yeah, for a know, lot like, of people. Like I, I know this has been a tough year for a lot of people for various reasons. Um, I can't imagine how it's affected people's mental health because oh, you know I, it's, I can't like this is coming from someone that, you know, I'm a pretty stress-free guy and I'm very lucky that way. But I recognize that stuff exists and I definitely can can imagine this year is 
been a, a more to handle <laughs> than, yeah. a, than a normal year when it comes to that kind of stuff. So um, that and uh, what else? What, 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 more sponsorships. More sponsorships, yeah. But in terms of Santa, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think. An origin gi, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> origin gi? <laughs> no, I think... Um, I want to see what the hype's about for origin. Tommy, hook us up, my man. <laughs> yeah, so you, come on. Call, call up Jocko. Call oh, speaking of which. Okay, so Jocko's... I don't know if you... Did you get the email? Did um, you see the ad for his new, uh, for energy his new drink? sports drink? It's a war. Bro. Good and evil. So, like, the whole melodrama By the way, of origin Victor tried, has tried the... He says... I got two, I he got says two flavors. terrible. They're fucking garbage. <laughs> Dude, they're terrible. Like, so, oh, my God. Maybe if Jocko sponsors us, we'll have to reevaluate. But, man, those flavors right now... I even did a sip. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's Which flavors do you have? Was it the mango one? I had a black cherry one. Black oh, cherry vanilla. And it was, dude, it was terrible. Bad. And I got some other like desert heat. I don't know. It sounded like a porno name. It was bad. It was it's gross. Paul went right. Scott Paul. Victor went right back to bang. He was like, give me my bang. <laughs> dude, I don't. It's going to do so poorly. I mean, I don't, I don't want them to do poorly. Maybe, maybe we, it was gross. We're entitled to our opinion. It tasted disgusting. It was and when terrible. you look at the color, it's even a disgusting color. Is it really? I didn't. Yeah, I just. It was, I, it's well, we, pan, so. <laughs> some of it got poured out because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's you know what it is is that monk fruit extract. Like they're trying to. I think they're trying to find like the next sativa. no calorie sweetener. Oh. Yeah, like stevia. Sativa yeah. is a, is a something. Oh else. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Comment down there, no. Um, I talked to Chihuahua this week. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, stevia. Yeah, monk fruit is the new is the new hotness. It and it's t- it, oh so gross. It was I I I've been pressured the lady at Wawa with like. So it was like I, I got you like pressured the lady at Wawa because she has she has influence on, <laughs> no, on who's so what happened was I I, I got a um like a barcode that was sent out from like, Oh, now presenting Jocko's energy drink. You know, the, you know, it's first off, it's not a, uh, an energy drink. It's a, it's a mental and physical force multiplier. Um, so like they're really heavy on the rhetoric, right? Like, which, which interestingly, we, um, just speaking of Jocko, he, uh, we just, we our our company does a book of the month thing and we just did extreme ownership by Jocko. Oh God. And my, my VP was like, Chris, I'm surprised, you know, like, I know you're into jiu-jitsu. What's up, man? It's like, I'm so surprised, hang, you, you know. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm surprised you didn't talk more about your your thoughts in the book and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Frankie, I, you know my conversations about, like, I tried to BJJ-ize everything. So, like, I figured if y'all were enjoying the book, that's great because I'm already jockoed out. Okay, you know, so like, so we've got, we've got Victor here. And Victor. Victor is a connoisseur when it comes to energy drinks. We've already talked about the I've introduced energy. Victor to some tremendous yeah, ones. I know. So I, I don't drink energy drinks, but Victor is a connoisseur. Victor. So give us your two cents on, and we were quite negative on the Jocko one. What, what were your thoughts on the Jocko energy drink? Dude. It tastes fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm, it, to be honest, it didn't... I, it doesn't even taste like the flavor that it says it's supposed to taste like. No, it tastes gross. It, to be honest, I don't know because his whole thing is about it's being it's healthier than the alternative. I'm sure it but, is. But I didn't really feel like the difference. Maybe I haven't. I didn't drink enough. Of you it, mean you didn't feel that it I was a true force multiplier? I didn't feel the difference between drinking that and just drinking Monster. To be honest with you, and this stuff. I think it's a little more expensive. I don't know. I'm not it was very expensive. It's like two seventy five at Wawa. Yeah, Wawa, yeah, it's pretty expensive. But yeah, it tastes fucking disgusting. It was terrible. What flavors did you try? 
I the the um the one that's camo one. This I think is blackberry. I, one. It's black cherry black vanilla. Cherry, and then there's Terrible. another one's lemonade. It tastes like neither black cherry and, nor vanilla. And it tastes disgusting. The lemonade thing is worse. But really, I, I didn't have the, the third one. But I, I the third one I had, and it was some goofy name which well, wasn't it's, even it's, for me. It's over two. I gotta throw the third one. I have to do it. But it, oh, I, dude. I'm sure it's gonna be disgusting as well. But it's, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, there you go, Jocko. Constructive criticism. You gotta work on your flavor profile, dude. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't taste good, right? Like nobody's gonna drink it. I don't care. And no how one's gonna it. get the benefit of of the of, you mean the, the force, force multiplication, multiplication? <laughs> like <laughs> the physical and mental force multiplication. Um, God. <laughs> it's 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 rough. It's rough. <laughs> I mean, I just I I downed it because I'm like, man, I spent. I had the black cherry vanilla, which was in the camo can, and then there's it's like desert heat or something. I had the lemonade one and it was just really, I, I saw the oh third god, one I'm like oh this one sounds better than the lemonade so. lemonade tea lemonade oh my uh, god it didn't it. I, I, you tried it actually I, I gave you a zip of it bad oh, that was the one I had yeah it was yeah, disgusting it was so gross it was like <laughs> bad and like again his whole thing is that it's healthier but ah, it just tastes so bad And I mean and sometimes maybe, chemicals maybe work right weak, like, Chris we're mentally weak we can't maybe that them, is bro. the case but that's the thing right like chemicals work like maybe y'all ever if, use this fucking like the thing is is like the th- the thing <laughs> yeah. about it is like it only tasted good before my taste buds could process it. Like I took I a sip I, and I was like, "It's so it tasted okay. just sweet." And right? then and then and it then like it just started to set in. I was like, "This is disgusting. This is bad. This is disgusting." And I had to like wash it like down. With anyway, it's like then this is chemicals work. I I and all natural ingredients. Purpose, I get it. Maybe Jocko's testing your mental strength. It's on purpose that it tastes disgusting. It, I, you have to drink it because it's, there's a war inside you, Chris. The, yeah, the war is between the guy who wants to drink a sweet yeah. delicious monster and that piece of shit. Discipline, right? It, discipline equals freedom. Yeah, dude, this right? is the guy. This is the guy. This tastes like waking up at four in the morning. <laughs> 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 when you don't like waking up early. <laughs> but that's just it. Like, I just want to make it through my all nighters, and Monster does the same shit that the fucking stupid ass Joko thing does, and he tastes way better. So, for me, good marketing, like, though. Great yeah, marketing. Know, great marketing. Excellent, excellent marketing. Really I just, the alpha, the alphas. Anyway, wait until Tim Kennedy comes out with it. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> his is just a gun. Like, <laughs> I'm sure they don't. Yeah. Uh, anyway. But that's just it. Like, the caffeine. Gu- no, no. A superior caffeine delivery system. Yeah, delivery gun. system. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, it just, it's, in my opinion, just sometimes chemicals work. I mean, if you're taking an energy drink, you probably don't care so much about health anyway. Right. Like, you're like, taking a sacrifice it's, it's, anyway because... That mashed up Jet Alert pill? <laughs> awesome. God. You know, like, pour that into a soda for me. So, if if there's an energy <laughs> drink Pep company... time or whatever it is. So, as we further look for more <laughs> look for more things to review, if you have energy drinks that you would like us anything to review... Anything to send it our way. We have, a, we have a gentleman here, Victor Padilla, that you just heard. He will review any energy drink. No, no, <laughs> and he's an expert. Yeah, he, yeah. he's he's, <laughs> he's there. Yeah, this this guy this, is, this, this guy is, is an yeah. expert on this. So he he's there. Um, anyway, besides that, so I think it's time to shut down because we gotta get ready for class. Oh, I know. What time is it? So guys, like, sh- subscribe, share, leave feedback, leave comments, shoot us an email, pgmbrews at gmail Oh, so quick thing before we go. Yes, I, I threw it out there. You also threw it out there regarding uh, what pisses off Noah. 
Oh, so much, so many responses, so many responses, and they nobody hit the nail on the head. No, nope, not one. You got to listen to you got to listen to the podcast. You got to listen to. It. I, I talked to Ryan today, and he threw out seven different things. I'm like, not one of those is oh, really? what we're talking about. Really? Yeah. What did he say? Because I know he said he said lockdown. Which lockdown. Was He's like, it's, it's not stupid. lockdown. I'm like, no. Like, lockdown why would that doesn't piss, piss off? me off. That doesn't piss me off at all. Exactly. That's <laughs> it's a technique. It's I mean, a not technique. that. Not that and it's a technique that you can apply repeatedly without injury to someone. Exactly. Unless the person in it has no idea what it is. Right. But that's not no. He said lockdown. Um, what else did he say? I think he said like hard cross facing or something too. And I'm like, yeah, hey, that's part you know, of jujitsu. That. But I forgot. We had a pretty lengthy conversation about etiquette and whatnot this morning at work. And he so. was like, poppycocks. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, what is bad etiquette? And we got into this like rhetorical like, God, like argument that he and I always get into. Well, maybe that's one way we can get him back to the gym. We got to get him on the podcast. No, we can get him back in the gym when there's a goddamn vaccine for this. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. yeah, he ain't ever coming back. Okay, fair enough. So fair enough. Get on it, Biden. <laughs> Mission supercharge or whatever that is. Light anyway, speed. Anyway, um, as always, thank you for continuing to listen and support us. We love you guys, and we'll continue and to bring... Yeah, shout out to Crown Rash Guards. That's right. Stuff. Shout out to Crown Rash Guards, and besides that, we will catch you next week, same time, same place. And that's our show, guys. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Crown Rash Guards. They're at crownrashguards.com. On Instagram and Facebook, at Crown Rash Guards. Again, these guys make what I consider a very solid, durable uh, rash guard that's going to hold up to, you know, multiple training sessions, multiple washes, and come out looking basically brand new like it was right out of the box. They have a awesome story. Check out that story on their website. In my opinion, it's basically a product made by a jiu-jitsu person for the jiu-jitsu community. So we're all about supporting small businesses, especially within the jiu-jitsu community. So check them out. Again, crownrashguards.com and on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Crown Rash Guards. And that's crown like the king wears. And guys, if you want to follow us, obviously it's BJJ and Bruce on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe there. You get all the audio versions of the podcast and the ones that have video, you'll see the video as well. We're on all the uh, podcast platforms, whichever you prefer. If you happen to listen to us on Apple, not only subscribe, but drop a review if you have the time. That really helps us as well. So all that normal stuff, as we say, like, subscribe, share. We say that ad nauseum, but it really does help us grow. So without further ado, thank you so much for listening. And we'll catch you in a week, same time, same place. Have a great rest of your day.